everyone? It is the Beast Prime London, Brandon O'Doy. This is the Real Ones Canes podcast. Miami loses to Louisville in the last home game of the season, 38-31. to Brandon, Miami had a chance against a team that is really good and uh, came down to a Hail Mary, didn't come through. We can talk about all the things that happened during the game, but in the end, they were not able to overcome some mistakes and lost the game. Yeah, a uh, missed opportunity for Miami here today. Get a big top 10 win. Uh, really good points today in this game. Came out first, put up seven points. You know, really what it ultimately comes down to is some defensive lapses and some undisciplined plays uh, on the offensive side of the ball. And at the end of the day, you can't do that when you're trying to knock off a 9-1 and one team. Now, the, the keys to success were all met in this game. However, the defense probably had their worst game of the season, and the offense didn't have a good enough game to kind of make up. And the defense has been carrying this team all year long. So a lot to contemplate as you get ready to go to uh, Chestnut Hills in a, in a week uh, and the day after Thanksgiving for another sleepy noon. You got no help from the crowd. They, they never got up on third down. They never got up even on the last drive into the game. You had an exceptional performance of Mark Fletcher. Nobody else in the backfield could get it done. TVD played like someone told me, okay. Whoever told you handedly that Miami would win this game before the game, yeah. never talk to that person again. Um, it just, it, it kind of feels like a, it's, it's a numb feeling. It's, it's, there were no expectations going into this about winning. It was how we're going to lose in my mind. Uh, but as the game was progressing, I thought, okay, well, Miami's coming to play a lot better than I thought. But we just could not cover, could not cover this mess swing concept. And, and credit, you know, Brian Brom and, and, and his brother. And they just did an amazing job on offense today. And they took advantage of some personnel mismatches. You know, Cam Kitchens had some defensive lapses. You know, James Williams had some defensive lapses. And these are things that just really haven't happened, but maybe a few times all season. So it's 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 a tough one to swallow, but got to get more pressure on the quarterback, got to tackle soundly, got to cover soundly. You know, uh, the Braun brothers, Jeff, the head coach, Brian, the offensive coordinator, they both played quarterback at Louisville. They were guys who were offensive minds. Jeff learned out under Howard Schnellenberger. Um, they, Bobby, I, I think bro, uh, his brother learned under Petrino. Uh, they really have good offensive minds, and you could tell that they came in with a scheme and a plan to really go against Miami's tough defense. They found a way to run the ball against a, a stout Miami defense that's been able to stop the run, and they were able to get the tight end open and other receivers open. So they really found a way to coach their way to a victory using their offense. Um, and Miami, again, made some mistakes along the way that hurt them. Made a lot of mistakes, and there, there, there also needs to be some recalibration of whoever's in the box. Louisville only had two corners all game long. You know, their corners coach, Steve Ellis, is a friend of mine. He said, reason we played, we didn't want to play much bump, bump and run because we only had two corners. Jarvis Brownlee, who's from Miami, Hollandale High School, he didn't make the trip. So if you're looking at a game and you never see two guys come out and you never see anybody else who plays that position uh, on, on, on the field, even on special teams, 
you got to try these guys. You got to get them running because you put them in a situation where they play a walk-on or they play a true freshman who's not played. And that, to me, is the only fault I can find on offense. You didn't take enough deep shots. You didn't stretch the field with Kobe Young. And at the end of the day, you know, the freshman had a wonderful game. TVD didn't lose you the game. And I just think that it comes down to sort of a hairline. Uh, you, you know, you, you look back to one key play in the game where Miami had forced Louisville into a field goal. But what happened was there was a timeout call for a review or something happened, and then Louisville went for it and got it, a touchdown. That, to me, is the difference in the game because the game was a one-touchdown game. The other difference, I think, before the end of the first half, Miami's playing for a field goal instead of running their offense, which in the first half looked pretty good. If they had picked up a first one first down, they prevent Louisville from scoring, and now you have a bit of a buffer. You know, you can talk about Cheney didn't get the first down when he stepped out a couple yards short. You can talk about a couple things, but this team is still suffering from from some time management issues, as well as well, I think from some offensive schematic and play calling issues. I think the schematic issues are a result of trying not to put Tyler Van Dyke in a position where he's going to throw the game. I, I, I just honestly don't believe that Shannon Dawson is as bad as he looks. I just don't. He looked great earlier in the year. He looks good when Emory Williams is the quarterback. You know, there's a lot of nuance. He just doesn't look good for Tyler, and I think I've been very outspoken about this all year long. And I told him, like, this guy's costing you jobs because, you know, this should have been a gimme. There's a lot of talent. You're going to look back on this team, and you're going to say, wow, all that talent played on this team and didn't get it done? You're going to be like, wow. I actually asked Mark Fletcher about that in the postgame press conference. I said, do you guys in the locker room know that you have more talent than the record shows? And he said, way more. It's not even close. We know that. We just got to get over the hump. So everyone in there knows that they are more talented than most of the teams they play. They just have not been able to execute from a coaching standpoint and from a player standpoint up to their talent level. So that takes growth. So now going into year three, I have a question for you. Yeah. What confidence do you have? Because you're going to lose a lot of this talent. That's sure. the problem with being talented. People leave and go to the NFL. Right. What confidence do you have that they're going to be able to do this again? Because I don't think – you can have a team this deep with a snap of a finger and the recruiting class that's being brought in, some guys are going to be able to play right away, but everybody won't. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about it pretty much the last five or six games that Miami is kind of wasting what they have right now, especially in the offensive, defensive line, some other the positions. Lines, that's, you know, it's a lot of guys that you're going to end up losing either to the draft or in the portal, and who knows what happens. And I do worry about that, but I also know, listen, the strength of the staff has been recruiting and also portal. So I've just got to trust that they're going to be able to get some more personnel in here to account for the guys that are losing. On the other hand, I need Mario to take steps forward. The whole coaching staff takes steps forward in game management and time management. And if Shannon Dawson does return as the offensive coordinator, He's got to find a way to put a scheme together that looks more like what Louisville did today and, and, get, and get guys in space. Yeah, um, 
that that just needs to happen uh, you know so we'll see um i know the natives are getting restless i was talking with some big time boosters at the half they're definitely rest restless but they ain't gonna make no changes i know no, they're you, not making changes in let the me head tell you this. Right now. yeah i hope this wasn't the last time we saw lance kidrew in in this stadium yep lsu coaching, may coaching, LSU, coaching with that color on. yeah lsu may come calling you never know so we'll see. Just want, before we wrap this thing up, what do you think of, you know, up against the goal line, trying to score there, get the touchdown? Um, what do you think of that series? That, oh, that's terrible. what they call the timeout. I, 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 wanted, I, wanted, I wanted two straight runs before you go to the five. Right. I don't mind the timeout. I'm not – I don't necessarily think it was terrible. I asked Mario about the timeout. You can go to the Real Ones Canes podcast page to see my question and answer. But – you know, in retrospect, I don't mind the timeout as much either because he said, listen, they came out with the defense. We didn't like our look against that look. We needed to score. We had to burn because, the timeout. Because it's, 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 it's danged if you do, danged if you don't. If, if he doesn't call out and he throws a pick off a defense that they don't like, then everybody asks, hey, man, why didn't you call a timeout? Right. you you got to be the type of guy that says I did what I did and I stand on it. I, stay, I like that. I just didn't like not. You got Mark Fletcher and you're on the five-yard line. I want to give him I want to give him two, maybe three tries. They gave him one, right? He got one. And I don't like that. Yeah, so as we're sitting here, I'm looking at the weather for Saturday up in Boston. I'll be there at the game because I'm going to go up and have a turkey day with the parents. I think it's going to be in the 40s at Alumni Stadium in Chestnut Hill. This team historically does not play well when the temperature drops below 60. Your thoughts on Miami and BC? If Miami does not win next week, they will have the same ACC. Uh, they will have less ACC wins than they did last year. Uh, okay. Okay. That being said, uh, appreciate you guys. Uh, make sure that you do subscribe to the podcast wherever you get the podcast. Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube page. We'll have stuff up there as well. And we will talk to you uh We'll probably release this week's episode on Wednesday, I'm guessing. Um, we'll see. We'll, we'll put our heads together and figure it out. Stay tuned. It's the Real Ones Cage podcast. We'll see you when we see you. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.